Oh, that, that music is still playing. I should probably turn that off because you know we don't want to we don't want to get all romantic on this podcast. Um, well, apart from that, welcome back. It is still the DC UK podcast. This is season four and episode seven. And as always, I'm your host James Graham. Alongside me, to my top left, if you're watching on YouTube or as you're about to hear the lovely tones of Daniel Wise. How are you doing, Daniel? It's uh, we know we've had a little bit of a break, but how's it going? Uh, it's been a it's been a good break. Uh, you know, it, it, watching it, watched some World Cup over the la- the or World Cup qualifying over the last week, and uh, you know the the best part is is in true American fashion, uh, we s- failed in a successful way. <laughs> we. <laughs> Yeah. We, we we put our eggs in the right baskets so that we could lose in an effort to punch our ticket to the World Cup, which, hey, you know, that's about that's about, you know, uh, the most appropriate way that that can happen, uh, especially after 2018. Um, man, what a what a trip that's been. But uh, yeah, very, very happy today. Indeed. And we will be talking a bit more about World Cup stuff later on in this episode. This today is not just about DCU, but it is obviously World Cup because of what happened this week. Tom is finally returned after taking a mini hiatus. I've been, you know, on a, I've been on sabbatical. You have uh, working, working away, beavering away. How are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I feel like I've, uh, I've, I've just had my you know summer break window, and we even got a transfer in the time I've been gone. So yeah. you know, I'm, two, I'm, in fact, I'm, yeah, two. So I mean, I'm excited. I'm going to the game we have this weekend. Uh, bring my father along so he can nice. shout at people he doesn't know. Um, it'll be great. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And we've had our first little comment coming in on the uh, live stream. So good evening, uh, Stu. Welcome back to the chat. It's good to see you. And he, say, he says, welcome back, Tom, and his beaver. <laughs> You've got a beaver? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, not today, gents, not today. Anyway, um, with this episode, as always, um, we will be going through guest DC Who. We've got many, many other things. We've got some news, as uh, Tom rightly said, since he's been away. And to be fair, since we've been away in the international break, we've had two transfers coming in. Um, We're not really going to review the last match because it's been a little while ago and it's not really much points, but we will gloss over it and just touch on it a little bit but we've obviously got the uh, game this weekend which is the cherry blossom game which is as you can see i am wearing the cherry blossom dc uk jersey which if you want to buy one if you're watching on youtube the link is coming up on screen right now there you go uh, bitly forward slash dc uk cherry um there is news on that but i won't spoil it just yet and as you can see behind me i have my cherry blossom scarf which is always nice to see um then we'll be going through some World Cup preview stuff and we will be answering your questions at the end of the show. Um, but, you know, if you've got any questions and you're watching right now, do hit them up in the chat. We will get them answered later on. So, first things first, you ready for Guest DC Who, guys? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's it's do a it. good one. <laughs> I mean, I don't think either, either of you have got one yet, but I'm just going to bring up on screen there. Oh, look at that graphic. Look at that hair. Look at that hair. So this guy, I've just brought him up on my other monitor because, you know, I have three now. 
Um, he was born in McKinney, Texas. I already don't know. Already <laughs> <laughs> um, lost. He's six foot two, and he's a forward. So there is that. Then he is youth career. I'm going to start off with there. He started at Creighton Blue Jays, but even before he played his first game for Creighton, he had a trial at Derby County. Okay. Yeah. And his trial was so successful, he was invited back for a longer trial. And in that year, he actually signed for Derby County. So he started his professional career in England. There's a nice MLS UK uh, link right there. So he started off his career at Derby County before joining DC United on loan initially. He then signed for DC United on a permanent basis. And I'm thinking Daniel's got some cogs going already. Oh, no? Nothing. Nothing yet. He then moved to Colorado Rapids before making his way into the USL, dropping down the league, uh, signing for Puerto Rico, moving to Jacksonville, then to Chattanooga Red Wolves. He's still playing. And he's currently playing at Union Omaha. So he has made some international appearances, not at a senior level, but he has made six under-20 appearances for the U.S. men's team. Uh, One appearance for the U.S. under-23s and one appearance for the Republic of Ireland (laughs) under-21s. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there's there is your list of things for this player. Any initial thoughts? Absolutely not. No. No. I mean, my I I had the I had the thought. I was like, okay, just think of like all the Americans, and then you were like, oh, and he also played for Ireland, and I'm like, well, he's gotta be like O'Loughlin or something, <laughs> O'Malley. <laughs> Well, Stu has had his own little guess. Would you like to see what that is? Yes. If it's not Terebo West, I'm clearly from another dimension. Well, Stu, I think we can safely say it's definitely not Terebo West because, you know, he is Nigerian. Um, but uh, he's just come up and said uh, Jack Charlton would be proud. If we all know what that means, if not... We'll save that for another episode. Um, So that is Guest DC Who. If you've got any thoughts or anything, do drop us a DM or let us know over on Twitter. If you're not uh, listening or watching us live and you're watching it after the fact, do let us know. See what you guess. And uh, stay tuned later for the reveal. So, news. It's been a a minute since uh, the last one. Let me get back to my notes. I've got to remember, I've got three screens. I've got a third screen so I can look at now. But as as we said before, Tom, there's been two signings. The first one, which is the one we've been waiting for, really, um, which was announced back earlier this year, and he was going to join us in the summer, which was uh, Taxi. Um, he has officially joined us. We're just awaiting his visa so he can actually start playing. But um, how good does it feel now we've got Taxi over the line and he's going to be picking up all the passengers. Yeah, I mean, I'm 
you know, I've done what all of us do when we hear about a player that's coming to the club. Um, I went on YouTube and I watched his highlights. <laughs> that's, the, that's the main thing I always do. So you never get to see like the faults of a player whenever you're watching those YouTube highlights and whatnot. But I mean, I'm just excited to have another player joining the roster that's yeah. hopefully going to have a good impact on the team. Absolutely. Uh, Daniel, what do you think of um, getting Taxi finally in at the club earlier than we were expecting? Uh, well, you know, as, as we see, uh, the, the, the it's a bit of kind of a mirror of how last year was in the early part of the season. It was um, not not a ton of, I guess, I guess wherewithal when it came to the attacking third. And, I, you know, I, we saw like a brief flash or we've seen small things uh, from Ola Kamara. But, I, you know, I don't think we're going to get sort of his his goal per minute uh, type of situation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, whatever. It, it's it's options. And uh, that's that's what this team needs right now. Um, but hopefully at a certain point, something does gel and we'll have a more you know kind of uh biting attacking third at that point yeah definitely it's something that we've we've been crying out for hopefully he is gonna have a few goals in him because we do need it at the moment we are struggling up top right now it feels like we've got all this attacking intent but nothing to actually finish finish the show off basically unfortunately uh, uh just uh you know as, as much as we were hyping him up uh shreddy eddie just uh has not has not been the answer no. uh so far this year and that's that's unfortunate no i don't know whether because it we were hyping him up it feels like it's a, a massive disappointment but whether yeah. but then he did have a good off season um on the international yep. stage he was playing incredibly well he's got a couple of goals it's yeah unfortunately Shreddy Eddie just hasn't quite quite done it yet so but on the other hand we've plugged another hole in the centre of midfield Chris Durkin has made his return um, back to black and red um, Tom what were your thoughts on that one I mean I'm, I'm kind of more excited about him coming back than I am about taxi <laughs> <laughs> mainly because he already knows the team he already mm. knows like the club he's playing for you know i've been dying i say this every time i'm on here all my teams need to send a mid right now and to just have that extra you know guy to come in um is huge and you know he's gonna keep doing what he does it's gonna be good yeah absolutely daniel uh thoughts on that obviously durkin obviously last last show we were yearning for durkin yeah um, you know, uh, hey, you know, and and I wish I wish uh, we were doing um, sort of U twenty two in this episode because that was kind of a shrewd move uh, on DC's part, uh, being able to kind of get him uh, under a U twenty two contract. He is right at that line, but um, no, they they got him in, and so uh, they they definitely have more room. 
uh, to play with, you know, as far as, you know, uh, if there's any other prospective young talent that they can get in, uh, you know, they have two more slots available at that point. So, uh, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good move. Glad to have, you know, he, like, like we said in the last episode, uh, you know, local boy, uh, you know, very much uh, a favorite among us. So, yeah, no, uh, it's going to be great to see him back in the black and red. Uh, definitely. Then we move on to some other news that has happened, obviously, since the break. Um, three matches have been rearranged. It yeah. feels like it's been a bit of a busy break for DC United. So just to kind of give you guys the rundown on that one. So New York City FC away, um, which was due to happen next week, I think it was. Um, that is now being played August 31st. Um, moved away from... Uh, the Yankee Stadium now to Red Bull Arena because you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know we, we move out of state to yep. play the game I mean it could be worse we could be playing in LA for this New York City game because they've they've done that before mm-hmm. um, then the Colorado Rapids game has been pushed back a day um, to September 4th uh, that's most likely down to because the New York City FC game is now being played in that week so it would have been three games in seven days it's now three games in eight days still not great but it's better than what it was yeah and then I'm I'm still not sure why this one's happened but the LAFC away game has been pushed forward a day to August 16th so what we have is I think we're playing the Revs on the Saturday and then we're playing LAFC on the Tuesday and they're both away as well all right yeah (laughs) because you know I had nothing else to say okay yeah that one is baffling Um, I think it's a bit harsh on us but you know we've we've got to we've just got to deal with it it's the cards that we're getting dealt with so we just got to make sure we go out there and just win some games so there is oh, that August too oh yeah LA in August oh yeah I mean I I'm thought DC like was a, bad but I can't imagine what LA is going to be like it's probably going to be like a 3 o'clock 4 o'clock game <laughs> just like right uh, in the middle of the heat it's a, it's a Tuesday so it's going to be evening oh good mm-hmm. um, I think uh, let me just get the schedule back up there we go look at that I already had it loaded up as well I come prepared prepared Oh, I've just seen what time it is in the morning for me. You ready? I'm going to go with one. Oh, I wish. Three. I, I wish. So, oh, it's a 10? 3.30 a.m. kickoff. 3.30, yeah. It's oh, a 10.30 p.m. Oh, kickoff no. for East Coast. And I'm upset about te- being at 10.30. <laughs> I wish it was 10.30. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... I, I I was threat like a good one in the Toronto game because that was a 7.30 p.m. kickoff. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Couldn't <laughs> believe it. So, yes, yeah, so that is brutal. Um, is there any other game? Well, the RSL game later on in September is a 2.30 a.m. kickoff. Man. Um, those two are the latest ones. Other than that, you kind of get your standard 12 we get your midnight, your twelve thirty, your one o'clocks. A couple of early ones, though. I mean, we've got um, in June, uh, Nashville, ten p.m. Not bad. Which I'll take. 
and a couple of others. Uh, same against Orlando. We're playing them at home and uh, Atlanta United later on in the season. Uh, Nine PM kickoff, which is the same. Is that the same? Oh no, this weekend's twelve thirty. So I thought it was a bit early than that. Anyway, it's a Saturday game, though, right? You say Saturday, I say Sunday. Is it? Is it Sunday? For me, it's Sunday. But it's a oh, Saturday. Okay. it's a <laughs> 7.30, 7.30 on Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a twelve thirty a.m. So it's just into Sunday. So there you go. It's not the worst thing in the world. No, absolutely not. I mean, it'll just mean that Saturday morning I'll be uh, looking after my little one, and uh, Sunday morning my wife will be looking after him. So <laughs> yes, yes, you we. You and I know the joys of MLS AM kickoffs. It's uh, MLS after dark. after <laughs> dark. Yeah, I've got a cousin who uh, is a Patriots fan, and he watches like Monday Night Football over in Ipswich. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what are you oh boy, flipping heck! That's yeah, brutal. like that's not worth it. That is brutal. Right. Jeez. So. So now, whenever you guys complain, just think it could be worse. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Right. I, I, I believe that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it could always be worse. Anyway, last bit of news. Now, I said it, I mentioned this yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday, last night, um, and today, um, over on the DC UK chat. So you, you guys who are DC UK members, you've got a preview um, to see what is happening. And it is a new DC UK cherry blossom jersey. I'm going to show it up on screen if you guys out there who want to see it. Look at that. Yeah. It's a beautiful. I mean, this is uh, one of the colours. So up on screen, if you're... <laughs> watching it you can see it if you're not um it is in dark blue so navy blue is the official color um and cherry blossom pink there is two other colors available it is available in black and pink and white and pink as well and if you do want to grab yourself one because you know it is a stunner i've had some good comments already it is over at uh, bitly so same place but this time it's dc uk cherry two so dc uk in caps it's capital C for cherry and then the number two. Um, and, the, and that white one looks so good. Uh, to, uh, to be fair, I, I love all three colors, obviously. Yeah. You know, I designed it after all. But, but there is yeah. something about kind of like that mix of the white and the pink that just works really, really well. And yeah, yeah. It's, a, it, it's a really nice color. Like, I like it a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I might have to spring for that one as well. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and that's sort of the thing is like when you get when you get it, like, um, yeah. you know, the, the graphics aren't really done justice uh, when you see it on the site. But like when you yeah. get it, it looks so, so impressive. And yeah, it's great. Yeah. And just kind of get, I mean, normally, Daniel, you've got your... Uh, <laughs> cherry blossom jersey on but uh, for this week I've got it on so this is the original yep and as you can see I mean what I'm actually enjoying so much and I was surprised is it's actually 
in the shirt itself. It's not like you you stick your labels or your stickers on it. It's actually made into the fabric itself. Mm-hmm. So it's not gonna it's not gonna disappear. It's not gonna peel off. Yeah, that's I absolutely love that. I was not expecting that actually. And that's something I forgot to ask when you actually bought yours. Is it? Yeah. But it's just an absolute snow. It's so comfy. Yep. It's a nice material. And it's a, it's it's not too tight. It's a nice loose fit. So at, uh, at some point in the near future, I will be ordering myself the... Uh, I think I'm going to go with the blue one, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, in the near future, we'll see. Or we'll be in person next, yep. just over a month's time. <sighs> That's oh, coming up. Cannot yep. wait for that. Cannot wait. I'm just seeing some. Uh, so I had a question in the chat about actually how much is it? It's forty five dollars ninety nine cents. Yeah. So <laughs> shipping and tax altogether, I think it came out to just a little bit above fifty. But yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't. Yeah, th- that's the thing. It's like this is a good quality kit, and so you can't get uh, a kit for under like. 50 bucks or yeah 50 bucks anymore so yeah uh but you know the funny thing is 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 sort of the international shipping being as it is uh that's a little bit rough but yeah it's uh yeah i mean to be fair it wasn't actually too bad this time yeah yeah it, it could have been a lot worse it could have been like buying the dc united jersey <laughs> that was ridiculous which is just yeah, it, it was it, it was almost kind of we we had to kind of smuggle it to you we did yeah uh, i mean i initially bought it <laughs> and then i was like but then it was then there was it was the time frame it was just like i mean i still wouldn't have it yeah i'd still be waiting like, two weeks to, until they arrive so um but thanks to heather who's actually just joined us in the chat um she was very uh, great, gracious, and uh, sent it over for me. So thank you very much. Um, yeah. She's just come up and said she's going to order the navy. So I think it's going to be a not hot, another hot sell. This one. Um, thank you to everyone, including yourself, Daniel, for buying buying the jerseys because it does mean that things like the website and everything, all the costs get done. So making the show, all the costs go towards that. Whenever you guys buy jerseys, um, all the money that goes. It, I don't take anything from it. I just put it straight back into the show and everything gets sorted out. So, you know, yeah. it's fantastic. Uh, can we talk about why MLS costs, jerseys cost so much more than any other league? I that. Yeah. Uh, Licensing. Yeah. Seriously. One, one maker. Wearing, jersey I'm wearing was like 180. I was yeah. like, yeah, you, what is you've going got per- is that the Paredes one you got on the back yeah. as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did I did all the stops. So I got like United District tags on it. You know, it's the mm-hmm. authentic one. Yeah. I had yeah, I had a couple a couple uh beers and was like, screw it. I love you Paredes. <laughs> but saying that, I think it was on um, Discord chat. So I the authentic jerseys aren't the most expensive in any kind of league. Major League Baseball. Have yeah. you seen how much the Cherry Blossom the shirt? I don't know what you call it. Whether it's a shirt or a jersey, because it feels like it's a buttoned-up shirt. Still don't know. don't get why they're like that, but hey ho. Is that about yeah. like two hundred or something like that? Oh, d- double it. Really? I think wow. it was four hundred sixty bucks. Four hundred sixty. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm glad I didn't get one. All right. Yeah, <laughs> you've, got, you've got the the replica. 
which I think with uh, a name and name and number on it was 180, and it's 300 extra bucks to get the authentic one. I can understand hockey because like you're getting yeah. a big. Just, just a big boy jersey right there. It lasts but, forever. Yeah, but yeah, baseball, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that, that was bizarre, but even so, jerseys in general are just too expensive. I don't. I mean, when you get something like this for fifty bucks, that's that's why you you support you support the small uh, kit makers exactly like DC right. United Kingdom exactly I like that that was a, that was a good little uh, <laughs> um, I, I'll take that um, I'm just replying to a message just on here thank you Brian um, for again you've bought um, DC UK Cherry Blossom you bought the original one and you've already um, ro- you're gonna about to rock the uh, the white and Cherry Blossom one as well so I can't wait yeah. to see you in that it's gonna be so awesome um right moving on then as you know i don't want to sit here and talk about my jersey all the time but you know i could um the previous match it was a long time ago um it was against toronto it was 2-1 the weather was weird um can we remember much of that game and do we really want to talk about it I don't want to talk about it and I don't remember it, but I know. <laughs> Daniel? Um, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, that is one that, you know, I, I haven't really cared to really go back and check out the highlights. Mm. Uh, it was, it was just, yeah, no, uh, the, the team has lacked a certain aggressiveness uh you know from the start of the season as you know kind of as opposed to last season um but i mean you know i think they've done a great job of they they get control and they maintain it but they're not exactly uh you know kind of establishing their presence um you know i think you you look at some of the things that uh uh edison uh, or uh, yeah that shreddy eddie did that um we we just um we get to a certain point where they cannot finish uh he had that howler that kind of uh screamed across the goal but against i want to say was that the chicago game or uh one of those other games um we just seem to lack something up there uh Mm. and that's that's this just the story of the season right now yeah i think one highlight from the game though was the canals header the, yes that was a lovely glancing header i just i saw it, i was like oh yeah. hang on that was russell what the heck yeah that was a beautiful beautiful and, a, and the cross from Roberto as well just the way and he cuts back onto his right foot and whips it in it is definitely hurting uh missing paul right now uh paul Ariola, he had he he netted himself a a tidy little goal um against panama earlier in the week and uh he is uh doing fairly well down in texas now so mm. you know uh he yeah i don't know i think at the end of the year i think we're gonna kind of look at that one and be like yeah that was that was a huge mistake but um yeah no we're we're definitely missing some sort of component in that attacking third so hopefully that's something that just shapes up over the course of the season yeah definitely i'm I'm loving the chat at the moment i don't know whether you guys are seeing this but it's uh 
everything everyone's starting to join us keenan's here obviously heather's here Stu's here brian's here it's just fantastic so um, my my dad's running that this weekend too the cherry blossom 10 miler yeah nice yeah he's gonna run it and then in the evening we're gonna go to the game so yeah we'll see how he is (laughs) will you be carrying him into the stadium Probably. He'll probably tell me at the 70th minute, like, all right, let's go. I'll be like, gotta stay. We gotta yeah. stay. You've gotta stay. You can't be a part-time supporter, can you? Yeah, no part-times. Yes. So so then we'll move on from the previous game. Look ahead to this weekend. So it is the Cherry Blossom game. And I know I said we're gonna go through the fan questions this week at the end of the show, but there was one which is kind of appropriate for this weekend's game. So, which came in from uh, Victor over on uh, Instagram. And I think it's more for you, Tom, really, because you're going to be there. So are you hyped for the Cherry Blossom sunglasses? Yeah. Um, what did they say? They're giving them out to the first... First 5,000 fans. And if you want to see what they look like, if you've not seen them yet, I'm going to bring them up on screen. Look at those. First 5,000. Brilliant. There you go. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> They look See, good, yeah. and, I, and I need sunglasses. I'm uh, I'm one of those people that never likes to spend a lot of money on sunglasses because yeah. I lose them or I break them. Yeah. Um, so I'll I'll take better care of these ones for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether I don't know whether it's whether we should be doing stuff like that because it's plastic. Yeah. It feels it's it's a it's a nice thing to do, but it feels in this current climate that we're in, and I'm starting to get a little bit deep here. But should we be? We're going down a whole wormhole. We're going down a whole wormhole, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna teeter over the edge a little bit. Should we be going down that kind of route? Should we be promoting using disposable plastics and things like that? No, but this is capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who cares? Yeah, you know. I get it. I um, look. Yeah, I don't know. I look. I think the best thing, or you know, what I hope is like they're at least like individually wrapped or something. That's probably even worse. Like you're making more plastic. Plastic bags. But like sanitarily speaking, uh, I would say that's, uh, you know, in, in light of certain uh, events, uh, I think, I think you know, I would be happy knowing that mm. rather than, oh, they're just kind of sitting in a box and you got, you got a bunch of hands just kind of grabbing yeah. at them and who knows what's on those. So, yeah. Yeah. Really what they did last time, I think it was like when you walked through the gate and you did security, then they would just like have it there for you and be like, oh, enjoy the game. It's like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. better. It's a bit better, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll have like a couple of people who work on the concourse just like handing them out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's one set of hands touching them rather than 30,000 set of hands. So, so there you go. So that's that. But let's break down a couple of things about this week. I was going to say tonight's game, but it's this weekend's game. So season so far, we played four, won two, lost two, drawn none, scored five and conceded four so far this season. So we're in a positive goal difference area, which is obviously a good thing. But we are on a current two-game losing streak at the moment. So obviously getting beat by uh, Toronto and 
the game before that against Chicago at home. Head to head, incredibly even, we've both won six. Yeah. There is no other tie at the moment that has gone, well, there's one other matchup has gone longer without a tie, and that was the Dallas and Tampa Bay matchup that went for 18 games before there was a draw between the two sides. So it's huh. going to be, there's going to be goals, is how, is how I'm taking that. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. Yeah. It's going to be a nil-nil draw now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, my, my dad, every time he comes, we got season tickets the season um, Wayne Rooney was there, and I can't tell you how many games we tied at home that year. It was absurd. I was just like... Like, my dad was like, what was the point? <laughs> the silver lining. It's about to get yeah. beat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. I'll take one over zero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else is there about this one? Uh, so, in the last nine games that we've played, anyway, we've won four and lost five. Um, yeah, in the last nine. So, we've not drawn, actually, in the last nine games. I'm actually quite surprised by that. We've in the four wins, we've only conceded once, which is good going. However, in the defeats, we've conceded sixteen. So it's, if we're going to get beat, we're going to concede at least three goals. Then I'll probably be leaving at the seventieth minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm David. Just going back onto the chair to the sunglasses. Uh, David's going to be there this weekend. Um, He's taken his grown kids who haven't been there since since they were little. Nice. So fun. enjoy it, David. Hopefully be there when uh, come next month uh, for the Toronto game and we can all have a nice little meet-up. Oh, there we go. Uh, going on from that, uh, this, is a, this is a major stat, which is blew my mind a little bit. So teams, against when they're playing against us, when they're shooting, they're a lot more accurate than they are against any other team. So we've actually faced 51% on target shots. Wow. So Bill has been busier than any other keeper in the league. So that's why he's top of the of the savings chart. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's just bizarre. Um, I was like, wow, okay. So it's not like it's when we concede, it's not because we're necessarily defending badly, but it's just the fact that the other teams are actually being more accurate. So when you flip it on that on that way. It doesn't look look as bad. I don't know what you guys think about that. I think what we've been, you know, sort of harping on is uh, how weak the team sometimes uh, feels on the counter, uh, or at least mm. facing the counter. Uh, and I think, to a degree, that's that's why they're getting a little more uh, accurate shots on on goal. I think a lot of times, um, you know, sort of, you know, when we set up with uh those uh defenders kind of playing more or higher in support um yeah. we're having some tough time uh getting them to track back uh brad smith um i i he we've definitely been uh picking on him a little bit uh he's had some uh issues getting a bit caught high up and then having trouble getting back uh but that's even happened to uh nahar so you know i think uh, to a degree like the you know the the team is it's it's high risk high reward 
And uh, for the most part, I think when you watch the games, I think DC handles the midfield uh, better than most or or better than what I think, you know, some some stat lines sort of uh, show. Uh, I I think it just it's just down to how the system kind of works. And we were even talking about it last year, like, you know, if if DC was kind of overloading um you know sort of high up the pitch uh if if one speedy guy could get free you know your your uh joseph martinez and cj sapong uh if they could find space they definitely killed us uh on the counter so you know that's that's just something we're gonna have to get used to with this system is that you know uh forwards and wingers are gonna have uh an easier time than most or you know against dc united uh than against other squads yeah and i think um Stu's just popped up the question about what you were just talking about there daniel was the fact that the opposition's accuracy down to the openness of the defense yeah and yeah it's yeah. it does sound like that could be the case and if they are getting through on goal it's going to be an easy opportunity easier opportunity to um get it on target um and you just mentioned the big name for Atlanta United, which is Joseph Martinez, um, not Dom Dwyer, as some people might lead you to believe. <laughs> um, it is still Joseph Martinez. Um, he scored seven times against us. Um, and the only other team he scored more against is Orlando. So, um, Tom, how do we stop Martinez? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that is the wrong off from breaking his legs. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like a lot of what the team DC's team lacks is exactly what Daniel was talking about, is that when the possession changes really quickly, they tend to break down and sort of go into this frenzy of trying to get back as quick, trying to stop the ball before it gets out of hand or they're overloaded. Um, you know, and but Martinez, he's a speedy guy. He can definitely dribble and he can definitely shoot. Um, he's shown us that seven times. So, you know, Mm -hmm. we're going to have, we're going to have a fight on our hand. I'm sure, I'm sure Losada is going to have someone in the back being like, watch him. That is your job. Yeah. Because that's exactly what I would do. I would be like, you just stay with him the whole time. Does not matter. Um, who who would you, if you were Lasada, who would you pick to do that job? It depends whether he's going to come if if they're how Atlanta sets up. If he's coming off on the side, I would even consider having Horace be back a little bit more, just because he's he's got more professional experience playing out in Europe and he can handle a player like Martinez. But if he's coming up the middle, I mean, the two center backs are going to have to work and just be like whichever side he's, whichever center back he's attacking near, they got to have very good communication. But I would, I would hope maybe Canals do that. So him's a little bit deeper than we're used to actually seeing him. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what I would do. I think it's going to be a game where we're trying to take the break. I think that's going to be okay. our game plan. Fair. And then, Daniel, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Um, Durkin, because obviously you were yearning for Durkin last on the last show. It's all about Durkin for you. Yes. Um, do we... I'm, I'm going to throw a little bit of curveball in here. Do we see Durkin playing at, at centre-back <laughs> for this game? <laughs> 
No, and and I say that because I, I think with him coming back fresh, communication is is so key there. And I think with the three back system that DC does, uh, I think you just need to be sort of in kind of the thick of that. So if anything, I, I want to say you probably have uh, BHI and Burn Bomb yeah. lining up in the back. Nahar as well yeah. uh and and then i want to say you just you you have uh canals i you know i you you i you know you could have canals and jafal uh maybe canals and dirk and i think you know i'm trying to think of if, if durkin if you start him so quickly or you get him mm. right in there yeah. he's yeah i think i think you start jafal and and durkin or not jafal and durkin but Jafal and uh, Kanaus, yeah, and you have Jafal just play the you know kind of that that uh, you know kind of like almost an attacking midfielder, uh, kind of a roaming type to be honest, yeah. uh, with with uh, Kanaus you know, kind of holding up the back. So I think he will be there to lend like some extra support, but I don't think you put Durkin in that back three. Yeah, fair. That's. Good, good analysis there. Another, uh, just a quick question. Again, I'm going to use this one just for now because it's kind of relevant. Um, it's coming from Brian. It's just saying, will we see Pines get any minutes this season, or is it just going to be if injuries occur? And my Sorry. my point of view on this one is. I think it's only if injuries occur because it seems to be Lasada's main three at the back is Nahar, BHI, and Burbam. Yeah, um, yeah. With Pines, I mean he's he's had a couple. I'm he's come off the he bench, minutes. hasn't he? Yeah, um, but like you know, nothing spectacular. Um, you know, I watched a couple games of him last season, and I feel like he's just at a point where it's like. He can't get any consistency going. Yeah. You know, like he'll either have a good game and you're like, oh, wow, like, you know, he really stepped up. He looks really confident. But then there are other games where I'm like, what has this guy ever played this sport before? I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I hope the best for him and maybe he can break in. Um, but I don't see that happening unless, you know, schedule or injuries. Yeah. Just to highlight this comment here, um, Stu, thank you for this. Um, Pines was a highlight for him last season. Seems like he's fallen into the background already, which is a shame. I want. Um, I want to say he got he he got a cap last last year. I, I want to say when. Yeah, because uh, because uh, Mark McKenzie was having, or he kind of had a stinker of a game uh, in, in in one of those. Like I want to say, uh, if it wasn't, it was uh, the if it was the Nations League or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, definitely like Pines. He hit he hit a stride, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I just don't think he really fits in Losada's system at the moment. Yeah. And I, I love this little comment from Matt here. Pines just needs more season. Now, is it salt or is it pepper he needs? <laughs> or is there a little bit of smoked paprika? I was thinking paprika. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I'm a cayenne guy, so that's, uh, that's what I go for. I mean, for uh, me, yeah. it's, all, it's all about the uh, smoked paprika for me. I do love that. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, again, I'm a spice lord, so if it's not hot, it's not nothing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, 
Uh, Laurie. What? <laughs> what? Lowry's that's a that's an American classic. Is it, I know oh. exactly what he's talking about. That Lowry's seasoned salt. I'm gonna send you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sir, gonna have to Google sir, that after sir this. James Graham M B N E. No, <laughs> uh, no. The Lowry, you have yourself one bite on you know fries or a burger or even a steak although that was, should be deemed illegal you throw a little bit of that on something it is uh some of the best seasoning you ever taste it's so good okay. yeah fair and i'm just gonna roll with ant on this one uh because you know he's uh, he's joined us late but that's fine we'll allow it <laughs> uh, he was just asking where is lyman and we haven't actually spoken about it because obviously he got sent off against Cincinnati, yeah, um, which meant that he did miss the uh, Chicago game. But yeah. this Bad happened luck. to him last season when he got sent off against Cincinnati. Yeah, he just disappeared, and the rumor was he was injured, but there was nothing to confirm yeah. that. So where where is he, and what is he doing, and when will we see him back? I, I, you know, he, I feel like he's going to be a background guy. Uh, Jafal, um, in just the short amounts of, or, you know, just kind of the glimpses we've had. He's, he's put in, you know, uh, full time games here, but, um, he is just a guy who's, who's really, he kind of gets it. Uh, he brings a lot of the intensity that I think we're missing, uh, especially with Ariola and, uh, Paredes moving on. Um, he's just a guy who, I think just just gels really well in the system, and yeah, I, th- I think you know uh, with Knaus, like he's going to be a mainstay. So that's just going to be the story, you know, as we go forward. That's fair. Um, right, shall we move on to some predictions? Yeah, let's do it. Um, mm, Tom, damn, you've been missing. Uh, it's a tough one because it's obviously we're on a bit of a poor run form, but we've had this international break to put things right. There's going to be goals in this game because there's been only wins. Mm-hmm. We're at home. I'm, I'm, You're there. Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to go with what I usually wouldn't do. I'm going to call 1-1 one, one tie. But there's never been a tie. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> here's the thing. My dad's going, and <laughs> it's like your omen, is it? <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! So, Daniel, what are you going to go with? You know, five guys are out, and when you're talking about you know a thirty-man squad, you know, or or you know eighteen players, you know that that suit up for a day. Those numbers mean something. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it it may it may be cagey. It it you may have an early goal from Atlanta, but I think at the end of the day, the depth that DC United has pulls them through. I think you look at a two-one win. Oh, oh, I like that. I like the sound of that. Two-one win. <laughs> Um, because you know, I'm, I, I don't like to go with what you guys have gone. I was never going to say a tie. 
let's put it that way so tom you 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 can thank you lucky stars i'm not going to go with what you said um but i was thinking what you were saying daniel but because we're not going to say the same i'm going to go for go for two nil wow okay going to clean cheats uh martinez uh, this time and uh lock him up all right absolutely bhi is going to put him in his back pocket Ah, I hope you're right. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna walk out of Audi Field after ninety minutes, and he's gonna he's gonna take he's gonna have out of his back pocket and put him on the Atlanta United team bus. Excuse me, I forgot you were there. Have <laughs> have himself a little JM action figure. He'll just have it right yeah. in his pocket. That's gonna no. uh, that hey I'm little head for that. Yep, yep. Oh, that's got that's you know if any if if the DC United admin is is listening to this show. We can yes. have, if 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 we get a clean sheet, just you know, get a little picture of BHI, with a little uh, little Martinez, yeah, a little bobblehead. <laughs> That'll be great. I wonder if that actually <laughs> does that exist in the in the planet. At George, yeah, there's gotta be. There's gotta be. Oh, I mean, I I started typing it on Google and it. <laughs> yes, Brilliant. yes, there is. It's on Amazon. Stu gets it. Stu gets it. Oh, uh, and Kim gets it as well. So Kim says yeah. two one. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, it's a limited edition. Joseph Martinez bobblehead. I see all the buying options. <laughs> oh, oh, I've just seen the price. Do you guys want to take a guess out how much a Joseph Martinez Atlanta United name and number limited edition bobblehead is? $45. Tom? I want to say closer to 100 Tom Tom takes it. It's 90 bucks. Yeah. You know what? The, hey, there's some gam that DC United <laughs> <laughs> can throw at that. <laughs> Open up the pocketbook, splash the cash. I know, I know. That's we, for this one. <laughs> now, we spent our gam on uh, Durkin, didn't we? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Get, getting him from oh, didn't we have to trade technically trade him from Houston Dynamo? Um, we we had to give Houston uh the the gam gam so for yeah. sure. Well, there's still a little bit left. Come on, <laughs> yeah, we, we I mean we did make quite a bit. Yeah. Um, just one last thing before we move on to Tom's World Cup preview. Um, does Durkin make his debut this weekend? As a sub. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see him start, but um, I think this comment, whenever I see my cursor again, there we go, sums it up down to a T. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Jafal definitely seizes Kim. Um, thank you for that. Um, it's all about season moments, and Jafal seized his. And, oh, I know Stu agrees. I didn't mean to click on that one, but there you go. <laughs> um, but it's it's absolutely spot on. Jafal definitely seized his opportunity, and it would be unfair on Jafal to for him to get dropped for Durkin just because we've brought Durkin in. Um, as much as I'd love to see Durkin start, it, it just it wouldn't be right for Jafal to get dropped because someone else has come in. He has earned his opportunity to continue at in that sentiment. So, uh, ow. that's how we hold on to that 2 1 lead late. Durkin's return. I like it. Return of the Dirk. 
They're gonna get dirked on. How many duck to duck ducks? That sounds nasty. That does sound really bad. Duck terms. Can we come up with? Oh, sounds like uh, someone's getting arrested in uh, DC right now. Tom, you better run. I live, I live like <laughs> I got a highway right by me, so I hear every crash, every siren. Oh, oh boy! So, have you not got double glazing? No. Uh, no, no, no. Just chicken with standard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Let's move on to um, World Cup preview with you, Tom, because uh, you're quite keen to talk about, obviously, this. Obviously, USA somehow made it through after avoiding a 6-0 defeat, which is what I'm, they had to do to not qualify. I yes. know, and everyone I know that's a US fan on Twitter was just, when that second goal went in, there was just that hint of, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they did it. I can. I gotta stop making Trinidad and Tobago jokes now. Um, so you know, congrats to them. I hope they enjoy their three games. <laughs> wow! Not even gonna, USA's not even gonna make it out of the group stage. No, they probably will. But I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna talk all the trash. <laughs> so I, this is the big question because obviously you were born in England. Yeah. Who are you gonna are you, are you gonna be following England more closely or USA more closely? I, I wouldn't be following USA at all. <laughs> wow. No way. Wow. No way. That's not what I was expecting to hear, actually. No, no. I'm I'm full on for England. Um I've got family from Austria, but they didn't make it. You wanna hear my hot take? Oh. The uh, World Cup's gonna come to the USA before it comes home. There ooh. it is. That's that. That's my. I mean, predictive. I mean, there's things I can do on this show, and this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Mark my words. Oh, Mark my no. words on that's, that that's, one. That's when never going to happen. When's the U.S. Um, are you 2026? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? So we basically have to win. This tournament. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say you have a you might have a good chance. <laughs> oh. Hang on. I, I th- I'm not happy about this, Kim. No. That yeah, yeah. The Americans are in the house. This is this is not happy about what this. What it's about. Oh you know. Kim. We, I'm gonna have words with you next in May. I was gonna say the the banter, oh, it's it's the best. We're 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 coming back for our tea. We're taking the tea. We're taking the tea from you. <laughs> Plus the World Cup. This is it's all coming home. It, it's coming to its true home in America, with with the real no, no. the real soccer. It's absolutely <laughs> never gonna happen. No. Over my cold uh, dead body. I was going to say, most of the players on the U.S. team aren't even American. <laughs> <laughs> so half of them are German. It's like, uh, <laughs> Gio Reyna is technically English. He was born in England. Uh, Gio. I he was born in Sunderland because his dad, <laughs> Claudio Reyna, was playing for Sunderland at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah How did we so. miss that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
time now. <laughs> my my favorite thing is uh, all the England players that might end up playing for Jamaica. That's that's what I've been paying attention to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, Tom, do you want me to throw up the uh, the pots on screen? Throw it up. Let's see it. There we go. Beautiful. So, if you haven't seen this list yet, we have quite some teams in each pot and what i wanted to look at was who's missing who are the dangers i think we all know that you know pot one is the real heavy hitters minus guitar oh no i was Uh, going to include a guitar in that one as a heavy hitter yeah but for other reasons (laughs) yeah i was gonna say uh (laughs) so you know pot two pot two has teams like the netherlands germany USA, Uruguay, Switzerland, Mexico, all great. We might even get another uh, England-USA group uh, battle. You could technically get an England-USA, whoever from pot three, and Canada. Yeah. At that point, I'll think that they're conspiring to beat us. Um, <laughs> pot three, pot three has, has teams like Senegal, who just uh, won the African Cup. Poland, who, you know, they've got this guy named Lewandowski we might have heard of. And I even include Serbia, just because they're they're a tough team. Uh, they play with their elbows out the whole time. <laughs> and then we got, um, in pot four, we have, like James just said, we have Canada. We have Ghana, who's got a number of good players, and Camp Arun has just squeaked in. Now, the the interesting thing is, who isn't there? So, the big one, I think we all know, and if you're English, you're incredibly happy about this. Mm-hmm. Italy has not made it. Um, the superpower of North Macedonia has knocked them out of qualifying, and yep. then went on to lose to Portugal. The Ivory Coast is not included. Colombia is not included. I'm Chile's not surprised not. about Ivory Coast. I will say that now. I don't. Yeah. I'm not massively surprised by it. Colombia, I'm more surprised by. Colombia, definitely. Um, I thought Nigeria was going to make it. I was. Uh, yeah, that was a shock as well. I was surprised by that one. Um, Czech Republic, not as surprising. Algeria is pretty good. I want in Norway, but I think Norway isn't going for different reasons. Um, yes, they they've been very critical of uh, FIFA recently. Yes, so I don't. I think it's more of a boycott rather than they weren't good enough. Yeah. Um, Mo Salah is not going, and with Egypt um, due to his teammate Sadio Mane, who beat them in their qualifiers. Yes, that then, was a bit a bit controversial, that one. Um, I don't know whether you guys yeah. mean about the penalties, but then I looked at the responses, the replies about it. Egypt were just as bad in the uh, in the other tie with the, the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, it. I mean, there's one there's one picture that keeps going around, and it's just uh, Salah. His entire face is just green. That's just like, how is yeah. it, is, you know, like a blind person is going to have a better chance of making that shot? Um, you know, and you could see, it was really interesting. You could see it in the background, just like these green lasers going out. I was like, oh my God, like, what are we, what are we doing? Um, and the, sorry, and the final team that's not going, notable team is Sweden, which will likely be ex-LA Galaxies, Ibrahimovic's last um 
Mm. He's getting up there, so I don't think yeah. he'll he'll be in another World Cup. No. Um, no. So my question to you two, and uh, any of the guests that are listening, watching, look at the graphic or bring up on your phone the pots. What would be your ideal group of death? What would you want to see? Oh, man. A group of death. Obviously not England. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I want England to basically play the worst ones. (laughs) I want to say it would probably be... Brazil, uh, Germany, or Uruguay, um, Poland, and then uh, probably Canada. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. I would go for France, Germany. That's that's what I have. <laughs> yeah, France, Germany, South Korea. Ooh, South Korea. Mm. And then let's go with Ghana. South wow. Korea. Always, for some reason, I always have memories, and this might be completely wrong, and I might be remember, uh, remembering things in a completely wrong way and it's most likely the case but I always think South Korea tend to do well in major tournaments who does sorry South Korea yeah um, they got they got some hitters on there too yeah Um, Kim's just come up with his group of death South Korea beat Germany in the 2018 that's that's Uh, what I remember did yeah. They they got them to nothing, but then they uh, lost to Mexico and then Sweden. Yeah. So yeah. Kim's uh, group of death is pretty much like mine, apart from he's put Canada in there. Brazil, Germany, Poland, Cameroon, Germany and Poland—a little, a little, little history. Uh, history. Yeah. <laughs> for for it's- me, it definitely has to be USA and Ghana. Uh, in in uh, whatever group that is, uh, there's there's a lot of history that's been building up between those two teams. So that's going to be. I want to really? see that game. I, I just love the way those two teams go at each other. Mm. Did they did they knock? It was 2010, right? It was 2010 that the USA got knocked out, um, and then it was 2014 where they got the revenge match. That was it. Yeah, that was, that I was that was John Brooks with the miracle header uh, at the end right. of the game. That was just unbelievable. Sounds like luck. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, yeah, the Ghana kids are very nice. Yes, they are. Yeah, to be they fair, are. when you get the World Cup on, there's usually some good kits coming out. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of bummed that Nigeria's not in it. I love the kits that they have. But we do have Ghana and Cameroon. They generally have some good kits as well. I think Cameroon could have that whole vibe about it as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah, England's had the same kit since like 1904. Um, So, just the usual. Yeah, white. It's like looking at uh, MLS in 2020. Yeah, exactly. It's just the the same generic thing. Yeah. yeah. 
So talk, who's your group of death then? So my group of death, it's okay. It's an interesting one. I want to have Portugal because they're good, but they're not too good. Okay. I want to see Portugal in there. I want to see Germany in there, of course. I want to see Senegal in there. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, I want to see Senegal. They've got Koulibaly. They've yeah. got Mane. They've got a number. There's a guy who plays for PSV, a center mid. He's Sengame. Sengame. Uh, he's brilliant. He's basically like Wolford and Didi. Um, but then my fourth, you know, I'm I'm kind of stuck. It'd be cool if Scotland got in. Um, mm. They probably won't. Or Wales. You know, there's a there's still a little. Uh, I have a buddy who's a big uh, Peru supporter, and you know maybe we'll see Edison Flores. Um, knowing knowing him, he'll actually probably play really well for them. And then we sell him, and then make some money from him. That that's the ideal. Yeah. You know, maybe he gets a winner against like Germany. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? <laughs> His price would go up like ten mil <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with that. I'll go with, yeah, Portugal, Germany, Senegal, Peru. Fair. And then I, I'm, I'm just going to give you guys a question. Who is going to win the World Cup this year? England. It's coming out. Um, <laughs> Daniel. Daniel, we have the button to kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> It's hovering over. <laughs> uh, no, you know, I, I, there's an outside chance that I, I want to say Brazil. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, they, they do have the talents, except when you saw, I think it was Gabriel Barbosa in the friendly this yeah. week. Yeah. They mm. just took the number one spot, too. Did they? Yeah, uh, Belgium dropped down. I mean, I've never understood why Belgium have been world number one. Right? I'm like, oh, they made it to a quarterfinal. I'm like, okay. Cool. And England's like fifth. I'm like, what? Like, how does yeah. that make sense? It literally makes zero sense. I mean, yeah, it just makes absolutely no sense why and how these things happen. But uh, uh, Kim reckons Belgium finally lives up to the hype. This is, yeah. no, if they were going to win it, this would be the year. Yeah. I, I genuinely don't see it happening because no, I don't either <laughs> you, you, their track record of it's their year it's their year yeah they just uh, yeah we've been saying it since 2014 I think um, you know we were like De Bruyne is he's in his prime even they've had Vincent yeah. Company yeah Thomas Vermaelen Jan Vertonghen and it, it's just like now they're all kind of aging out and yeah, yeah. in Hazard I don't even know where he is no. um which has, one yeah exactly yeah thor there's thorgan yeah who's uh at dorman eden is i don't know madrid, still? madrid? yeah he's still there just not he's not even making the bench yeah i think to be fair i think he's still injured i think he's got this niggling ankle injury that's just kept him out for so long <sighs> and yeah that's just it. They're at the very tail end of their window of opportunity. It's like the golden generation of England's back in when Beckham, Scholes, Gerrard, Lampard. Mm-hmm. I, have a poster of, uh, I have a poster of that team. 
Yeah. It makes that, me so that was our golden generation. But Wayne Rooney's you know, like 18. I'm like, oh, no. Wow. Fresh faced. Already still got looked the, about 35. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Actually, looks younger now than he did back then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I still can't get over how committed he is to Derby County. I've, oh, got, I've got to give kudos to that that man right there for sticking with it. You know, he got he got uh, filmed or like, I guess someone was listening in on a conversation at a private event. He's talking about wanting to be the manager for Man United, uh, which which is a bit of a, a bit of a hop, skip and a jump from Derby. Um, but he's, he's like, you look, yeah, you look he's at lamps. Yeah. He, Derby look, I mean, to Chelsea. And how did that work? Uh, <laughs> it worked for a while. I mean, he did, he did, he did all right with what he had, which was a transfer embargo. Yeah, uh, he did have a transfer, but they also spend a lot of money. Oh yeah, I mean, a lot then, of money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Rooney Manu would be great, but not now. I just just moving on, just keeping on with the Man United theme. Yap Stam. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Please no. What's, what's the story there? <laughs> he wants to be the head coach. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> do you imagine Jap Stam and Chris Armas coaching Man United? <laughs> I would literally become a City fan. I would be like, I'm done. Right. That is recorded. You've heard that here oh, first, guys. Tom will become a City fan if Jap Stam and Chris Armas are at Man United together. Uh, my I'm going to start uncle, a Twitter campaign. <laughs> hashtag tom for city tom for city <laughs> yeah my my uncle and cousin uh have just started listening to this podcast so i'm sure i'm gonna get an angry message and you know probably tomorrow morning or so <laughs> brilliant right should we move on to some fun questions then yeah let's do it Let's do it. Right, let me just get up onto this screen right here. Cool. So first up, um, good old MC Alan Forber, FC. I forgot the FC bit off the end there, but on Twitter, he's a DCUK member as well. Um, who's the player you missed the most from recent DC departures? And as we spoke about earlier on, Daniel was mentioned about Ariel looking fantastic for Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is he the one we missed most from recent departures, or was there somebody else? I miss I miss Paredes. I wish we, I wish we got one more year. I feel like I, I think we needed. I think selling whilst we did absolutely, but mm-hmm. I think we needed a loan back. Yeah, um, I feel like he's just sitting at Wolfsburg, just chilling. Um, you know, hopefully he breaks through, but I feel like he needed one more. Um, you need one more year with us. Yeah. And I say that very selfishly. I mean, is, is it because you've got Paredes on the back of your shirt? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, Daniel? Um... Yeah, I you know I, I think I think I'll say uh, Ariola, like yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Kind of at the jump, I was kind of like, "Yeah, you know, we're gonna move on and blah blah." blah it's business, but you know, he he definitely seems to be like really enjoying his football right now. And as much of a trope as that is, like he just he just looks real happy. He's he's playing just really well right now, and I'm happy for him. You know, yeah. I'm happy. Are you, are you happy. really okay, happy you know? for him? <laughs> that looks like the most unhappy. <laughs> He's like, says through grit. I'm not bitter. I'm happy for him. <laughs> not oh, crying in my journal every night. I'm not. No. <laughs> He's got. He's got this uh, chalkboard behind him. Uh, I am happy for. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I think <laughs> for me, I do miss those too. Depending on how recent we're talking, it's a tricky one. Yeah, I think it's a tricky one. Main, but I mean, if we're going say the last five years, prime Lucha. Yeah, we, we, yeah, that was kind of our fault. I mean, yeah, it was hundred percent our fault. Um, I do miss him. I obviously I do miss having Waza around. I think he was obviously yeah. great when he was with us. Um, again, whether that was his fault or his wife's fault for making him go back to England. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, we're not going to say anything on that one. Um, but I think for me, it's KP. Yeah. I think the excitement he brought, I mean, Ariola was yeah. great, but I don't think he was explosive enough. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think he was the as the fact that he plays regularly for the US men's national team, I don't think he was the player that people wanted to come and see. I think KP yeah. was the fact the fact he's a local boy, the fact that he's come through the ranks. He had that flair, he had that swagger as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and think that, I mean he was happy just to run at players, take them on, and just go for it full full pelt 100% every game. And I think it's it's a bit weird not seeing that on the pitch at the moment. Yeah, I feel like that's that's missing as well. So there you go. <laughs> and and just for the meme, uh, oh, who was who did we have a few years ago? It, it, he he eventually joined his brother. Oh, and, uh, Pippa Haguin. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, I only say that for the meme. Um, miss him so a lot. weird. Yeah, she always came on in at 88th minute. I was yes, like, like why? That, that, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think another one, Mesut Ozil's uh, coffee shop. Right. Yeah. Oh, Although I'm, I'm glad because it was going to replace the bike uh, station, which I was very fond of. The the I missed the Luka Modric rumors. Those were yeah. hot a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's, we need those kind of rumors back again, don't we? Yeah, we do. I mean, yeah, when Rooney came in, like, suddenly some names started, like, popping up. I was like, ooh, that's kind of that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> But now yeah, we have to create our own buzz. Now, now we ha- now we have Tevez. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, so that was horrendous. Why did you so even mention that? Oh boy. Oh dear. Right. Let's move on to the next question. 
which I'm just going to quickly bring it up on screen, but we've already answered it, which was it was your early prediction for World Cup winner. Yep. England. Uh, yeah. If, who would you say if it wasn't England? If England wasn't playing, who would you say? Ooh, I would... Hmm. Hmm. I feel like Brazil is more of a home for the World Cup than England is, but that's just me. Just kick him out. Yeah, I can edit that out. <laughs> um, I mean, to be fair, I f- if I wasn't, I mean, Brazil is always a good shout. Yeah, I don't think France will do it. I don't think France will retain it. No repeat. That's so tough. I'm going to say Portugal. No. <laughs> I don't no. want them to. No. I think there needs to be a final uh, something that Ronaldo has that Messi no. doesn't. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine the smugness on his face? I know. <laughs> oh. It would be glorious. Sue would never I feel like die. throwing up thinking about that. I know. It's, I mean, this is, this is the one he can know. He, this is his last shot. Yeah. Oh, 100%. If he doesn't get it this time, that's it. But then he, the guy who is that fit, he could probably get to the next World Cup. (laughs) That's crazy. He's uh, he's 37, so he would be 41. And to be fair, Zlatan was talking about making it for this World Cup, and I think he's 40, so. And I mean, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl at 39, so. Tom Brady is a. That's not a proper sport. He's a gift given to us from the lords above. I have no idea what that man eats for breakfast. <laughs> it is absurd that that yeah. man is playing American football. He's getting hit by people that are like 300 pounds. That's crazy. It's crazy. He's got loads of padding. It's fine. <laughs> that's, they, that's only, awesome. they only play 16 games a year. Yeah, that's also true. It's actually a great <laughs> retirement. Oh, right. <laughs> Honestly, being a NFL kicker is probably the best, best career path anyone. Yeah. Did you? I don't know whether you guys had it over there, but there was rumors Harry Kane was going to switch sports to do that. He wanted to finish his career being a uh, being a field goal kicker. Um, I remember seeing those, and I was like, "Try it." (laughs) It was like, (laughs) "You'll get hit once, (laughs) and you'll be done." Yeah. 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 Right. Next question. Freya Wanguna. How is Zach Steffen getting picked for the USA ahead of Bill Benhamid? I mean, what, what's, what's Zach doing? Is He's a backup on City, right? Yeah. Yep. Playing Carabao, FA Cup, I guess. Yeah, it's like the same situation with Matt Turner. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> and then Hamid is playing every week. Yeah, he's got the top saves. I mean, it's kind of like it almost feels. And he, you know, this has happened before where he hasn't been selected yeah. for the U.S. while having better records than any of the other goalies. And it's like, I don't know. I don't want to say there's an agenda, but there's an agenda. There's definitely an agenda, especially <laughs> when Brad agenda. Guzan gets ahead of him as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how is that happening? It makes sense. I mean, did you see Brad Guzan? I think, who was it against? Oh, I'm trying to remember who they've played recently. And the guy just went and sidestepped. And Brad Guzan went, oh, he is the goal. 
<laughs> and he still gets caught. It's just like, what are you doing? Some he's got some photos. Yeah, he's got yeah. photos of Greg Barhalter in an unfortunate position. I'm trying yeah. to remember who's Christian Christian Fuchs. He's Fox. the uh, left Charlotte. For uh, yeah, for Charlotte, he is best known. Oh, that's right. For yep. playing for Leicester the year they won the Premier League. That's right. Okay, thirty-four. <laughs> Man, he would also get ruined if he got hit. Yeah, <laughs> but I think most soccer players would get ruined. Maybe not, unless, unless it's Adiaka Fenwa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him. I've actually met him. He's brilliant. Have you? Yeah, he's really funny. Um, him and probably Adama Traore would be fine. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, apparently he's never seen the gym. Yeah, apparently he doesn't weight lift. <laughs> Which is like, I just want to be like, BS. Yeah, <laughs> I don't buy that. Come on. He, I like he it how they. I like it how he has a coach oil his arms. I'm like, dude, like it's tough enough to get the ball off you. I'm like, you're gonna oil yourself up. I'm like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Crazy to me. I'm like, I mean, okay, if it works, it works. Whatever. I'm just gonna say the word, lube. 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 It's such a great we're all, word. We're all in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> He's a slippery bugger. Yeah. Um. Anyway. That could go down another rabbit hole, which could be mean this uh, show gets rated explicit. We don't want that. And, and then the last question that came in, which came in just before the show went on air, was are we looking, and this is World Cup related, are we looking at a France repeat or can someone like Brazil, Argentina or even take the World Cup this year? It's coming up. Too much, drama. Again. Too yeah, much drama with France. What's that? I, I too much drama uh, with France. That seems to follow them in kind of the worst way. So I will say no. France does not repeat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally agree with that one. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's big, like probably is going to be Brazil. Um, I can't think of a spot in their team where I'm like, ooh, like, that's a weak spot. Um, mm. Side note, Danny Alves was playing for them the other day. He did, yeah. He yeah. was 41 years old. Jeez. He played, I don't know, when I was talking about the Gabriel Barbosa miss um, from five yards out, it was Danny Alves who pinged the ball across to him, and it wow. was just perfect he's still he's still so good he plays yeah. for Barcelona still they literally got yeah. him from a Brazilian league he was playing in <laughs> yeah. that's right I think it was a freebie as well wasn't it yeah they just yeah. picked him up because they were like we need you to come play because we have no money yeah, yeah. <laughs> <He was> like, <laughs> okay <laughs> and then they went oops we forgot to put you in the European squad yeah <laughs> like <laughs> oh how did you forget to put Daniel that's in the squad oh, oh my um, that's it for the questions um, so if you had any you've now missed your opportunity so we move on to the guest easy who answers so I'm just going to bring the graphic back up on screen the, the man with the wild hair um, just to kind of give you a little reminder on it he was born in McKinney Texas 6 foot 2 he's his forward Um 
made his first pro contract with uh, Derby County back in 2010. So he's been playing a little while. Made 22 appearances for Derby before he moved on loan to DC United, uh, where he made a further 56 appearances, scoring four goals. Pro- pro- prolific, some would say. Wait, he, was, he was a striker? Yeah. Oh, good business, DC. Well done. I mean, when you look at the era, it's no surprise. Um, Colorado Rapids is where he moved to. Where he made a, the three appearances before he spent time with their affiliate team, the Switchbacks. Then moved to USL with Puerto Rico, um, where he played 28 times, scoring five goals. Then Jacksonville, where he played 11 times, scoring three goals. Chattanooga Red Wolves played 40 times scored two goals wow and he's currently with Union Omaha where he scored sorry he's played 28 times scored zero Jesus so as a forward he wasn't exactly the kind of goal scoring forward you would expect to see but the big thing is uh, a a true false nine a true false (laughs) yeah he needs to start registering as a midfielder because that's that's (laughs) going going on that you say that so when he was at Derby (laughs) County as a midfielder in the 2011-2012 season Nigel Clough tried him in an unfamiliar holding midfield role wow that's like um, that's like Joe Ellington at Newcastle. They brought him in as a striker. And now he's playing CDM, uh, <laughs> and it works. <laughs> so wow. there you go. But who Crazy. is it? Who is this guy? I, I'm I'm like absolutely not even sure. I'm, he has I'm, been mentioned on a previous episode. This oh. year? This year? Yes. In fact, I think he was mentioned on the last episode. Uh, no shut up I think he was I, I'd have to double check but I think he was mentioned <sighs> are you ready the name that popped in my head go for it I'm trying to think think of someone who, is, who kind of is as goofy as that outline is <laughs> like oh, was this had to have been a few years ago but like Patrick Mullins? Is it Patrick Mullins? Is it Patrick Mullins? It is not. Who is, who is that? <laughs> that is Connor Doyle. Connor Doyle? <laughs> wow. Connor. Oh the man who has scored four, five, 10, 13, 15, 15 goals from twenty twenty from twenty ten to now. Oh my lord! Wow, that's that's. I, I honestly feel sorry for him. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> that's that's absurd. Yeah. Wow. wow. Bad luck, Doyle. And off he goes <laughs> into the ether because yeah. So there you go. That that was your guest DC who for this week, Connor Doyle. Connor That's Doyle. Whew. there you go. And that 
is a wrap for this week, which brings us on to our lovely uh, outro stuff that we need to do. So I'm going to start with Tom down there. Where can people find you on the lovely social media channels? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, either complaining about politics or complaining about my uh, pretty life. Uh, and that is at Snitch McConnell. There you go. Daniel? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DCUK. We just had our second winter uh, here in Aberdeen, so uh, had a little little airing of grievances about that. Of course, of course. And for me, as always, it's at DC United Kingdom. Um, on Instagram, it is at DCUKFC. I've managed to shorten it now. It's always nice. And we, as we mentioned earlier on in the episodes, you've got the cherry blossoms so you can pick them up at either bit.ly forward slash dcuk cherry or if you want the the new one it's dcuk cherry 2 and if you want to become a dcuk member there it is come and join us at dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash membership um, where you get in all the private chat you get to see things like the the new cherry blossom jerseys that are designed before anybody else does even get the opportunity to purchase it before anyone else um, and it's always great banter in the group yeah. um, it's going to get kick off again this weekend when we play Atlanta United um, and throughout the rest of the season it is always great and as I said before early in May I will be out at the Toronto game for the first game since 2019 so I'm really looking forward to that I'm looking forward to having a DC UK meetup that'll be cool it's going to be awesome it's going to be electric is what I'm going to say yep. so from that have you guys got anything else you want to add before I wrap it up we're good, yes, we're good. yeah absolutely so until next time which we should be back with you guys same time next week so 10pm UK time 5pm Eastern time um, next Thursday which will be the 7th of April um, until next time Vamos United. Cheers.